Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Gays on Film. This podcast is where we, a pair of gays, talk about what we're watching. I am Declan. And I am Ned. And in this episode we're going to be talking about Prey and the Sea Beast. Do remember that there will be plenty of spoilers, so take that as a warning. A bit different this episode because we're doing two films that are on streaming, but that's pretty much summing up August because Mm. it feels like... Well, there are films coming out in the cinema... But it feels like a lot of things are on streaming. Yeah, I'm hoping that it means a few more people have seen them as well. Because it's easier to watch stuff on streaming. Yeah. So, um, might not have to wait so long before listening to this wonderful episode. Yeah, mm. very much. And obviously with the cinemas being quiet and we've said we're going to talk about like some news or what we've been up to each episode, um, in between these, before this I can't get my words out this evening. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that Cineworld has filed for bankruptcy. Oh, I know. But Scary. we're warned that... No, we're not what... We're being told that it doesn't affect business right now and a lot of it's just about finances and hopefully it'll just be restructured and they're in four billion of debt worldwide since the pandemic. Which... Quite hefty, really. Well, yeah, and I know businesses got money, and I know the staff will have been paid due to furlough. Mm. But if you think of the rents that must be on oh, all those honestly, places, yeah. I'm not even surprised. No, so yeah, movie studios need to make sure they're releasing films into the cinemas still because we've been shown that. Yeah. It's been shown that movies make most money when they're in the cinema. Yeah. So. They need to make sure that they can't let the cinemas die because otherwise they won't... Like, it's within the studio's interest yeah. to keep And even going. even, like, that aside, it's within our interest to keep cinemas alive. Like, it's so much better watching a film at the cinema than it is... Um, yeah. Well, TV. that's... I noticed that watching these two films on streaming that, yeah. you know... I very rarely even look at my phone or my watch in the cinema, but I would quite often look at my phone or see what's happening when you're just sat watching the telly. Yeah. And I almost think I want to start, like, just leaving my phone in another room when I watch something at home because I'm terrible for it. Mm. Like, absolutely. But I need to start doing what I do at the cinema and putting my phone on Do Not Disturb when I'm watching something that I probably want to watch. Yeah. But so, yeah, so we'll we'll get we'll get cracking. But first, obviously, it's time for trailer trash or treasure. Which this week would you like to reveal? No, you can reveal <gasps> it. Wednesday Adams. Yeah, the new Netflix show, which is out. Does it say when it's out? Um, 
feel like it must be towards Halloween, surely. Sure, it just says upcoming Let at the moment on the, on the YouTube bio. This is a fun one, though. Mm. A little special connection to Wednesday Adams, don't we? Do we? Well, the first time you met my bestest friend, oh, Frankie, yeah. it was on FaceTime and she just put her hair in two plaits. <laughs> and she looked very Wednesday Adams. She did. She and did. then she's home for summer um, at the moment. And we went to, uh, to Nairsborough the other day together, didn't we? We did. And she'd accidentally done her hair in the same plaits. So I think it's becoming a bit of a theme. Shout out, Frankie. Yes, hi Frankie. Hi Frankie. Yeah, so apparently I've just Googled it and it says fall or autumn, so we don't have a release date. But I guess Netflix sometimes don't put release dates when it's only a teaser. And well, when they put the proper true, trailer yeah. out. Yeah, you're very then right. You're very true. You're very true. <laughs> so we are about to watch it and yeah. we'll see you on the other side. You'll hear a little twinkle now. <laughs> now, Declan, I think you ought to come clean. What? That was not your first watch of that trailer. They're never. It? They're very rarely my first watch. When I pick the trailers, I've normally already seen them because I'm just a movie buff, and when a trailer comes out, it happens. Well, I feel that I have been misled. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but you know me. I can't wait to. If I, when that Wednesday Adams show came out, we're recording on Sunday, funnily enough, the trailer came out on Wednesday. Mm. Mm. Clever marketing Netflix. Um, and I couldn't have waited till when we were next recording to watch that. You know me, I like to... I can't, I'm not very patient. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about the trailer? We ought to, yeah. Yeah. Looks so brilliant. it does look good. It's like an older version of Wednesday, which I don't think we not old, but a bit older than what we've seen. She's like mid-teens, I'd say yeah. now. Yeah. Whereas I think what we know Wednesday Adams for is about twelve, eleven, twelve, maybe. Yeah, she's had a, the the girl who's playing a Jenna Ortega has had quite a good year this year in both Scream and X. Um, so... I knew I recognised her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia Adams is just fantastic casting. Yeah. And I always like to see her. Yeah. It opens with her navigating high school and putting a pool, uh, a load of piranhas into a pool with the men's water polo team yeah i think that which... is a, it's almost an explanation of why she's been expelled and sent to this new school yeah um yeah looks yeah, good I'm looks heightened it. it kind of gives me sabrina vibes that netflix did did you ever yeah. watch that <laughs> I did that thing that I always do with TV shows. You watched half of it. I watched maybe an episode and a half and then got distracted by the rest of life getting in the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it looks like um, it's going to be very exaggerated. Mm. It's going to be funny. It's going to be dark. It almost looked a bit Ryan Murphy-esque. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can would get say. that. Yeah. yeah. A bit sort of... Scream Queensy. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's Tim Burton, though, so... Oh, well, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I think he's directed the first... Not the first four, but he's he's directed four episodes and written some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got they've got his involvement. So it should be good, really. Um, what else is there to say about it? Well, um, whether it is trash or treasure. I also wanted to just shout out, sorry, mm. that I did spot Gwendolyn Christie, who from Game of Thrones, and I've also seen her in The Sandman at the minute. So it's nice to see her in something. But for Good. my for me, look, my rating mm-hmm. is treasure. Yeah, I'd agree there. Yeah. Um so So that's it for that, folks. Uh-huh. A little a little treasure in our trailer trove. No? Trailer in our treasure trove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um did we wanna just quickly before we dive into Prey and mm. Sea the Sea Beast. So, anything else we've been watching? Um, things that we probably... So, today we've just been to the cinema to see DC League of Super Pets, just because we had a free Sunday afternoon. We thought, let's mm. just go see it. I had very low expectations, but I did quite enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed the film. I'd recommend anyone go and yeah. check it out. One thing that kind of links to what we were saying just before we started, Trailer Trash or Treasure, it's very quiet in the cinema. Yeah. For a Sunday afternoon, I thought it was a bit of a shame. It's August, though. Um, I just don't think many people are like making the most of the weather or they're away. So... Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I tell myself anyway, because yeah. I want the cinemas to survive. But it's very much, if you're a DC fan, there's some jokes that are real kind of deep Easter egg type jokes that there was one about a moustache, which, if you're a DC fan, I laughed at quite a bit because when Henry Cavill played Superman in Justice League and it had to be reshot, they CGI'd out his moustache that he'd grown for Mission Impossible. So that was... I had a right little titter because I thought... Because um, it was very self-referential and, and yeah. being funny. So, yeah. There you have it, folks. Yeah, so we've watched that. What else? Um, um, you're doing your Buffy rewatch or first watch. Rewatch? First watch. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Camp yeah. classic. Oh, yeah. Um, I've just started season three of that. Do you know, actually, it's rare that I find a TV show that I actually persevere with. So it's quite nice. Although, you know, there's still time. I think there's seven seasons or something, so <laughs> plenty of time for me to drop Basically, that. <laughs> Ned will be saying every time I have an episode that I'm still watching Buffy for probably the next... Five years. Uh, now we've said it once. Unless I get to a really good bit, get to a really good bit. I think we can just assume I'm watching it in the background. I've started me um, Alien and Predator oh, yeah. watch them. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, with the release of Prey, I suddenly realised that I've never seen any Alien or Predator films. So I've put them all in order and I've begun to watch. Um, you can probably check the Instagram stories for my reviews as and when they come through. Um, but Alien, as the first instalment, was brilliant. I can't believe I've never seen it before. You're in for a lot of different... Ver- um, a massive variation in film quality with all those films. Like, <laughs> so I can't I even begin to tell you how good Alien, Aliens is, Predator, mm. and that's pretty much... Uh, well, Prometheus is quite good. 
Don't give me too much. Yeah, no, I won't. But you're just in for a journey. That's all I'll say. That's what I'm hoping for. And also we watched... I'm currently on my own watching the second season of Only Murders in the Building. Only one episode to go, but I'm loving it. Um, We watched the first episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. So that was fun. We mentioned this on our um, San Diego special, didn't we? Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be as funny as I was hoping. Yeah. I already found it funny. That Captain America joke was quite funny. Yeah. And as I mentioned, Gwendolyn Christie, I'm watching The Sandman. But what will what you'll find out when you listen to more and more episodes of this is I end up watching quite a lot of telly on my own. We don't live together yet, which is probably part of the problem as well. <laughs> but I always think we'll be like that because I seem to like telly more than you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ned likes a quick half-hour show. When I told him She-Hulk was half an hour, he was like... <gasps> I will oh, actually that's watch That's amazing. It. A half hour Marvel procedural. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Shall we move on to prayer? Let, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I mean, to start with, actually, as I just mentioned, never seen any of the form, uh, previous franchise installments. As a standalone, this held its own, I think. I've... Really it does, it. it does. I so... think I've seen Predator and I, and some of the other... I don't think I've seen all four of the ones that are classed as the films because obviously there's Alien versus Predator mm. as well, but the four films. The last Predator film called The Predator in 2018 was one of the worst films I have seen in the past five years. <laughs> it was absolutely shocking. I remember me and my mum went to see it and we were like, what on earth are we watching? Um, but yes, it was quite, if you dibbed in and that's your first look at a Predator film. Which it was much, for me. Yeah, good. Yeah. I think you know the beats if you've seen another Predator film. You know that it's going to hunt people down and mm-hmm. it's all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, you don't gain or lose anything I wouldn't say though, if you haven't seen no, yeah. Seen it, so yeah. Um, so this one's set in the northern plains of North America in seventeen nineteen. So we are talking kind of about before, well, during the colonization of America. Yeah, I think it's like pre the establishment of the United States and Canada as countries, but kind of you know, enough time into colonialism that there were... French people there. Fre- yeah, yeah, essentially French <laughs> yeah. people there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, thoughts initially. Um, I was really looking forward to this film because everyone had been hyping it up and it's been out for a couple of weeks, so quite a lot of people have seen it before us. Mm. Um, but I did really quite enjoy it i thought it that the it was so tense and there was that constant feeling of kind of being stalked by a predator as prey oh yeah um so there was all that constant like feeling of dread and what i liked about it is you didn't actually see the predator well we did but our characters in it didn't really 
there was a sense that something was coming and they were like, oh, there's something else there. There's some, it's not just yeah. a mountain lion. It's not just a bear. It's all, it's not They knew something, something wasn't right, yeah. but they didn't see what that something was until really quite late in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think only added to the tension, really. Yeah. Um, what was I to say then? It being kind of a story of... Um, an indigenous community, I thought, was really um, a good perspective to have because uh, it's sort of set up as a... Basically, she wants to prove herself on a kind of a hunt that seems significant in the sort of right, rites of passage of the people. Yeah. Um, and her brother says quite early on, it's like... You may well be like good at hunting, but try some hunting something that's hunting you. And immediately from then, the tone was set that it was going to be a battle, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about Native Americans, it was very, very nice to see that the cast were primarily, I think of kind of Native American descendant or still kind of identifiers. Yeah. So Amber Midhunter, who plays the main character, uh, Naru, um, she, it says, is a... I can't say that word. Can you say that for me? Asin... Asiniboina? Native American herself and a member of the Fort Peck Shoe I feel tribes. terrible because we've just butchered that. We really should. If we're planning on Saying words. pronouncing words that deserve pronouncing properly, we ought to practice prior. Lesson learned for next time. Yeah, but I will say even my practising might not have made that any better. But no, but at least we'll put the effort in, I know. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of kind of Native American cast... I liked kind of the gender politics thrown into that with it being a a leading lady. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen the story before that women shouldn't fight in tribes and all that kind of thing. So it is quite a simple premise in that sense, but it was it was still effective. I have a feeling it's one of those. historical assumptions that is really it doesn't necessarily reflect the facts of tribal life necessarily mm-hmm. um so it's nice to kind of have that challenge at the forefront of the storyline um challenging the viewer's assumptions more than anything yeah 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 it was all around really good like i think When you watch the first Predator film, Mm. you'll realise how similar it was. But I think with the Predator film, they should just do... Have a setting. Because at the end of the day, they're aliens. They could have rocked up on Earth at any point throughout history. Yeah. Have a setting and take that setting and kind of have almost the same film, but in a different... I you know, kind like of how assumed, Doctor Who, in yeah. a way, like moves to different times and settings and things. Like, I think Predator's one of those things. It's quite an established storyline, and yeah. I'd almost be inclined to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So there's no need to 
kind of um, depart from what you'd expect it to go like. Yeah. But I like that it's it can be transferable and malleable and it can be played with in a way that um, makes each film kind of interesting in its own way. Yeah. I like that because it was set in 1719 or whenever it was and we were following the native tribes they were using tools and weapons yeah. that they'd made themselves and still managed to take down an extraterrestrial trophy hunter yeah and i actually really liked seeing all of those kind of tools and weapons and and watching and I them make to them. you in the film that like I always remember learning in history lessons about Native Americans and how they used to use everything. Yeah. You know, when they killed an animal, they'd like, did they give the heart back to the to the to the ground or something? I'm not sure of the think specifics. They used to, with but at bi- one was it point, bison? Well, at one point there were a kind of a herd of bison she found that had yeah. been obviously brutalized by the predator, um, and she did perform some sort of um, ritual. Yeah. Which I assume was what they would do. A spiritual kid, connection, yeah. so a nod to that. Yeah. So, that so those was... little details I thought really added to it. Mm. And made it nice. Um It was just really cool. Yeah. There were some really brilliant like in terms of like its cinematography, there were some really brilliant I shots. I remember in you there. liking the shot on the tree in the tree. Yeah. Yeah. She stood on one side with a spear and a mountain lion that's just attacked her pal. Is on the other. Is on the other, and I thought it looked really cool. It did look cool. And some of the vistas of the... Absolutely. Yeah. Fully took advantage of the Alberta land- landscape. That they filmed That in. they filmed in. Yeah. Um, I loved that some of the Predator stuff wasn't special effects, it was practical effects. Yeah, like the that outfit. Was co- that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I think it really lends itself well to doing, being practical rather mm. than... Because even though we know think a lot of things are CGI in films now, you mm. know it's CGI. Yeah. And it's... You can never get sometimes totally get past that, but seeing something practical mm. reminded me like in Lord of the Rings when all the orcs were practical in the first few films... I just love the makeup and everything they do. So yeah. that was really cool. Um, I liked the play on them. Obviously, Native American tribes have a real big connection to nature, mm-hmm. and that and obviously using all the different herbs. And there's a herb in this film which, whether or, I don't know if it's it would actually be scientifically accurate, but it drops your body temperature. And we know that predators use body temperature to track you mm. so i thought that was quite clever yeah she um, essentially rendered herself invisible to the predator yeah which was ingenious really yeah, it was clever um quite a few it's quite it, well it's not quite gory it is quite it is gory oh yeah i wouldn't recommend watching if the sight of blood makes you a bit squeamish absolutely not no absolutely not and there was a bit that made me scream and it was nothing to do with a predator was to do with a snake, which I guess is a predator, but not the predator we're talking about here. <laughs> and it really frightened me. I don't like when snakes strike, <laughs> especially when it's right at you. Oh yeah, it really it shot like, right at if the If I camera, had three D glasses on, I'd have been, I'd yeah, have gone, I'd yeah. have 
deceased. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was quite scary. Um, but not like scary in the... Not like a... a I mean, it is a horror film, I would say. It's like a sci-fi thriller. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, trying to think of any other bits. Um, I would like to have seen it in the cinema. Yeah, it would have been... Yeah. That, the scream part would have... Yeah, would have been fun to watch in a room full of... Yeah, a couple hundred people. Yeah. And I just think it was very cinematic. And I think, you know, mm. when we get onto the next film, The Sea Beast, like, yes... For me personally, any film in the cinema would be great, but the Sea Beast was fine for streaming. Yeah. Whereas I was watching Prey and I thought this would have been really good on a big screen. Yeah. Really, really good, and especially, especially with the part, franchise yeah, that everybody knows. So it's not as if it's like a big risk to put it on screen for it to bomb. No. Although the last Predator was horrendous, so maybe people think oh, I'm not going to go see another Predator film. Yeah. Um. So yes, maybe it does reduce that risk. I do get a sense of um, studios almost kind of leaning on streaming as a safe crutch. It feels like it's being a bit too risk-averse and maybe sometimes that's at the cost of brilliant experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a shame. Understandable, but a shame. Yeah. Well, as we said about the Sydney World News, they need to be putting these films into... Yeah. Like, studios have pretty much left August barren of any kind of major blockbuster release. I know there have been films released, but none of them are, you know, going to make hundreds of millions. Yeah, nothing's going to hit, like, the top box office. No. So, um, and it doesn't really pick up till quite a while into September either, so it is a bit concerning. But, yeah, I would have liked to have seen this on the cinema. And I just want to give another shout out to Amber Midthunder because she was just great. Oh, yeah. An incredible leading role. Is that her? No, she's been in other things, but, you know, I think this is, well, yeah, she was leading. And I think when it's a film that isn't particularly dialogue heavy and it's action and, and it's all like acting with your face rather mm. than the words, I think that's a big thing to do mm. and to hold our the viewer's attention when it's basically just you wandering around the northern plains of North America mm. you know takes a lot so I'd like to see her in more yeah. things that would yeah. be really cool so. if there's any Marvel characters that are of Native American descent which I'm sure there probably will be yeah, maybe Marvel she can be cast be. as that yeah. you know I wouldn't mind her being an X-Men, maybe. She'd be <laughs> quite good. I don't know what character. I'm not a casting producer, casting director, director. whatever they call them. But, yeah, very, very, very good. Right. Um, how many stars did you give it? Four. Me too. Yeah. Four stars, yeah. Four. It didn't ta- pass... Vito Russo, because... Wasn't really about it, though. No, I wouldn't have expected it to, It would have felt weird if it had tried to. Yeah. Um, Beckdale, I think it did. Yeah. She spoke to her mother about things that weren't men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. About kind of purpose and ritual and and such. So, yeah, we've got some some points there. Um, 
Interestingly, it, when we kind of planned this episode, yeah, felt a bit weird to go from Prey to the Sea Beast. Did it? Yeah. Why? Well, because Prey is scary <laughs> and grown up, <laughs> and no, there's no other and. And the Sea Beast <laughs> is a kids' film on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but as I was writing the the little bio for the episode. I realise we've got a theme. Beasts. Hunting. Hunting. Right. Um, right. So on, on that. Shall we move on to the sea beast? Shall we see what we thought? Shall we see, see what we thought <laughs> of the sea, sea beast. beast? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you, would you like to intro the sea beast? So the sea beast is uh, set in a sort of... Vaguely fairy tale land, I'd say. There's mm-hmm. a, a bit of a kingdom going on, um, and they have a pirate esque system in place that hunts sea beasts. Um, and with each sea beast they kill, people get paid, the kingdom makes profit, and that's basically how they've made their wealth. Um, and the story follows an orphan and a renowned sea beast hunter as they uh well what is that well the film opens with him as a young our main character as a youngster being yeah marooned and cast off by an attack i made a total mess by a sea beast synopsis yeah so it films that like that's how it opens and Mm. then it moves on in time and we see him as a older person who is now a hunter himself there's all this culture around them hunting the sea beasts um and to be honest with you when i saw it when it came out i heard when it came out earlier last month and i thought i'm probably never going to watch that but then loads of people said it's really sweet yeah and it is um it is certainly one that we've only watched from its reputation rather yeah. than from its yeah. trailer or um, promotion. 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 Well, yeah, because, I mean, my watch list is huge, so um, <laughs> it wouldn't have been a priority if I hadn't heard good things. Oh, no. Um, but, you know, we were having a movie night and we thought, we'll stick it on, we'll stick it on. So, 
yeah, I guess that's us saying we had absolutely zero expectations, isn't it? Yeah, other than hearing that it might be quite nice to watch. Um, it's got a, a quirky little animation style. Yeah. Doesn't it? It quite does, yeah. Distinct, but familiar at the same time. I've never really seen, and I don't know if they put more effort into making the water look the way it did, because obviously it was set around the sea so much. Mm. But I've never really seen sea like that in an animated film before. No, I thought the animators did a brilliant job on this on a nautical perspective. Yeah, 100%. Um, it was quite beautiful at times. Yeah, some of, the, some of the shots in there. Kind of the deep ocean and the vastness of it. Um, with this magnificent sea beast. And I liked the, the style of the creatures as well. That It was, oh, we've got us personally. Mm. <laughs> Not, well... On Earth, we have creatures that look similar-ish shape and size. Yeah. So there's like one that's like a crab, which we would say, oh, that looks like a crab. But they had some differences. Yeah. They were like, what did... You could see what they were based on. We watched it with Ned's flatmate, Harry, and he said about kaijus, and they were quite like of that... Yeah. When they were fighting, there's yeah. a scene where a couple of the sea... Beasts were fighting. You could see the influence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if I were to summarise what it made me think of, um, I'd say a kind of How to Train Your Dragon yeah. meets Sinbad Legend of the Seven Seas yeah. meets Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. That's pretty fair. I said about Pirates of the Caribbean because there's a mm. bit which is very similar to when the Kraken... Attacks the ship in whatever Pirates. Pirates I want to say it's the third, third, maybe even the fourth one. I don't think it's the fourth. It would be the third one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was. It did remind me yeah. of that quite a bit. But that said, it, like that's not a bad thing. I thought it pulled all the good bits from those um, and synthesised it into quite a nice, like, easygoing adventure film. Yeah. Um, Voice cast are great. Um, Carl Urban was uh, the main main voice. You had Jared Harris, uh, Marianne Jean Baptiste. Jean Baptiste. Um, there was yeah, not Dan Stevens was in it. There wasn't you know a load of people where you could instantly say oh that's their voice, that's their voice, but you kind of knew it. The Kathy only ones Burke. I recognised were very minor characters. Yeah. So Kathy Burke was in it as well for a time, which was fun. Yeah. Jim Carter as well. Yeah. Um, um on that though, I must say I found the voicing or maybe it was the script writing a little bit grating. It took some getting used to. Yeah, what was that little girl? Was that she called Maisie? Yeah. She was a bit insufferable to start with but she did grow on me a bit um and everyone had such a weird false accent that wasn't quite west country but wasn't quite not yeah and i, just, I said that i said why have they yeah. all got cornish accents i just well, i guess they are seafarers so i guess that's probably why they went out with that yeah i mean decision, it so. makes sense as a decision but i 
it was just irritating to listen to for a while. Um, but once I got into the story and I was investing in the characters, I could get over that. Yeah. I'm quite good at doing that, I think. Um, There's not really much else to say on this one, though, is there? Not a great deal, actually. Oh, one thing to note, I think, um, you know, giving our queer perspective, there was plenty of diversity among the non-main characters in the background. If the, if it was live action, they'd call them, what, background artists? Mm-hmm. Extras. Was there? Yeah. Was there queer representation? I don't remember. Um, there were queer-coded people. Well, didn't you go, oh, that's, she looks like a lesbian? <laughs> yeah, at one point. Yeah. And there was someone else as well. What was it? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Super... League of Super Pets. Oh. It was queer in that? Uh, one of the dogs at the start, he was talking about his owner getting married and it showed a clip of two women getting married. Oh, that's cute. And there was another one was one of the guinea pigs, I think, was definitely gay. A gay guinea pig? A gay guinea pig. Oh, cute. I think it was the water one, the ice one that oh. turned into water. Um, that's cute. Um... I think that's everything then. I would recommend watching the CB stuff if you fancy something easy on a Sunday afternoon. I would. That's what I would say. Yeah. yeah. If you're in, you're a bit hungover, you're yeah. on the sofa and think, you know, I could do with something that's not going to test my brain. It's is animated, pretty chilled, quite cute. Yeah. Yeah. Looks good. Gets you in, and you yeah. know you know where it's going to go, so it's not too like taxing. Taxing on the mind. And there's a cute little adorable little blue thing, said little three times. Uh, it wouldn't wouldn't be a family film without an adorable little thing. Thing, would yeah. it? No, it wouldn't. Um, Certainly wouldn't. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I gave it a a happy three stars. I gave it three as well. Yeah. Um, three stars is one of them ratings where sometimes I'm like, yeah. That's a really good three-star rating. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't like that. It's only getting three stars. I can never quite See, for me, find a if box. you've got that, that's two. That description you just said, oh, that was all right. Because like, if you think I've about misrepresented. it, three out of five is six out of ten. And yeah. six out of ten is pretty decent. Yeah, I've misrepresented what I feel about the threes that I think it doesn't deserve a two because I would still tell people to watch it. mm but it wasn't everything I was hoping it would be. No. Whereas Sea Beast, I knew what I was going in for, and it was exactly that. So it's a, a happy three stars. Good. Um, Hasn't it got like a crazy good Rotten Tomato score? Hang on. Is it? 94. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cracking. 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 Lol. Are we done then? I think so. We've done our two films, haven't we? We have. Um, what have we got coming up next? Next episode will be Nope. Nope. Um, which we're going to record now, straight after. Not that the listeners needed to know that, but we are. They didn't, but um, you've, you've revealed. I have, I've drew back the... We're double recording, because uh, I'm uh, back off, off on holiday, holiday next again. week. So... Um, listeners, listeners, guess what? It's my birthday next weekend. Oh. Um... Which, when this goes out, will be this weekend. So, happy birthday, me. Thank you. 
Are you done? It's like if we had a... I thought you were going to ask for, like, gifts or something there, like... Oh, no. no. I mean, now that you've planted the seed, <laughs> listeners... Um, it wasn't listeners, it was me. Now that Declan has planted the seed, listeners, take heed. <laughs> uh, but no, I we don't... We might have a PO box it's crass for, to your, ask for, for gifts. your next... Um, for our... When it's your next birthday, people will be able to send gifts and things because mm. they love us so much. Oh my god! And if we had enough followers, I would run a competition to like guess my age or something. That'd be funny. Would it? I don't know. I'd win. Well, you obviously wouldn't be able to <laughs> enter. It's for the listeners. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All five of you. Stop it! There's more <laughs> than that. <laughs> oh, are we ready? For me to do the outro. I've been waiting for you for ages. Have you? Yeah, I'm feeling dead air here. Dead air? <laughs> the cheek. And that's all for this time. If you have enjoyed this episode of Gears on Film, please subscribe, rate and comment on your podcast platform of choice. Um, just to say about ratings and reviews, we are we have got a nice few on Apple Podcasts now, which is really lovely. Thank you. But we'd really appreciate more because it does help kind of our podcast be discovered by people that don't don't necessarily know us and that's the only way we're going to broaden our audience the word algorithm springs to mind yes. so anything you guys can do to help us with that that would be great greatly appreciated um, don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter we're at gaze on film pod we'd love to hear your thoughts so please do feel free to drop us a message as well if you want to kind of discuss any of the spoilers or what your thoughts are you might have watched prey and thought it was a load of rubbish all that kind of thing. Or feel free to suggest any films you want us to talk about. Yeah, because we're not... We would watch most things. Well, everything, to be honest. I'd like to think I'd give everything a go. Yeah, so do I. Try anything once. <laughs> yeah. I have been Declan. And I have been Ned. And this has been Gears on Film. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,